This is broadcasting to all league members. Please make your way to Watchtower. Your weekly debriefing starts now. Reporting in with Watchtower Weekly. My name is Cody. My name is Christian. Today we're going to be discussing the first four issues of the 2000s run of Creature Commandos. It was written by Tim Truman, penciled by Scott Eaton, inked by Ray Crissing. So far it's been pretty good. I like it. It's exciting. It's going to be a two-parter because it looks like it's eight issues, Mm -hmm. so this is part one of two. Before we get into that, we're going to jump into some of the DC news. Uh, DC Studios announces its third director for new superhero movie, Reboots. James Gunn and Peter Safran's DC Studios just hired its third movie director. The superhero veterans have already revealed the first ten movies and shows in Chapter 1 called Gods and Monsters. The one that just got announced is Andy Muschietti is going to be directing Batman's uh, The Brave and the Bold. Mm. And he is the person that just directed The, the Flash. Flash. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. I'm hoping that uh, he uh, keeps everything coherent in The Brave and the Bold because I really like that show. The comics I, are just great, too. Yeah. But I yeah, know it's not going to be the show. Is, is that going to be animated or live no, action? No, live action, yeah. Uh, they can't do no Flash Vision CGI. You rushed your CGI artist because of all the deadlines. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. You rushed your artist, and you didn't get as good of CGI as you should have. These guys are extremely talented, but they need more than a week. Yeah, 100% agree. That's what happened. Yeah. James Gunn is writing and directing Superman Legacy, which is pretty cool. James Mangold is doing the Swamp Thing horror project. Uh, He also did Logan. Mm. That's just a little bit of news for you guys. Yeah, that's fine. I would love to see Matt Reeves involved, but... He'll he'll be doing the Batman, too. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him involved in the actual main storyline. Yeah, because, like, he did such a good job with the Batman that I really... The best Batman movie. I know I'll get hate for that. It's either one or two. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see Matt Reeves involved in in the DC universe, but I think it'll all be fine when we get to the point of... Like, it feels like a re- like an actual new start. Yeah, it's hard to, like, imagine. Because it's still your, mixed projects right now. It's, it's like Well, yeah, with Blue Beetle and Aquaman coming out, like, yeah. we're not going to actually see what this new DC universe is until 2025. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, like, even imagine. Which, also, I mean, it's wild that it gets so much hate because there hasn't even been, like, a trailer or anything. And everybody's already like, oh, you've ruined the dc universe and it's how can you say that there's not even been a cast announcement yet how can you say it's ruined when you literally the only thing you know about it is that they picked these properties to to make projects yeah you can't say something's ruined just because it's been announced yeah i think um the animated stuff's gonna be top tier because of the freedom they have and their dc's animated kind of carries everything and not um, only kind of a hundred percent carries I think it carries most anything of it. DC film related. And I think um, in in animation for the that style, they, they can't rush them because it's like you have to they have to complete the sequence. Like you can rush the animators, but like with the live action film, like it seems more okay to rush these animators for some reason. And I hope that's what it was. I hope I hope that they well, were rushed because actually, if they weren't, and that was just an actual it, choice. The one then that's a whole separate issue. I, I sent it to you on TikTok. VFX directors of the movie uh, oh, okay. stated it himself. He said, 
Yeah, and because he brought up the article by the director saying, oh, it's the Flash Vision CGI, he said, well, that's not true because actually what happened was that you pushed all the deadlines forward and they had a complete General Zod scene in a week. The whole thing was they had to push it in a week. So a lot of these scenes, they said that the VFX artists, they should have had more time. Originally they did, but deadlines got pushed around. It's the movie industry. These big investors don't really care because they get their money. Like, it still makes the money that they need to make. So that's where business messes up cinematography. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Because these VFX artists that are, like, top tier in the world, when these VFX studios have jobs that they need to maintain for their own employees, they have to take jobs from Marvel and DC because no one else is needing that much visual effects. Yeah. They don't need to hire massive studios for a normal romance story or... Yeah, comedy. Like, you might need a couple VFX shots in a normal movie, but for these types, there's 2,000 plus shots that are VFX. That's a lot of work. No, you're 100% right. Anyway, yeah, that's basically my rant with visual effects. (laughs) No, I like that because I don't know a lot about that stuff. Like, I can look at it and be like, that looks good or that looks bad. But, like, I don't really know what all goes into it. So you being able to, like, yeah. go a little more in-depth with that is, is always cool. It's interesting hear. because it's it's not the right it's not the right way they should be moving. But they're making their money, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Their investors are getting all their money, so they're going to keep pumping out projects after with project, that level of project. CGI. So hopefully something changes in that in that sense. I did see one other thing that's, like, kind of news Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were doing an interview, I believe it was, I'm not going to say who I think it was because I, I don't have it in front of me and I don't remember, but they were doing an interview with NetherRealm uh, and they were asking about Injustice 3, if they mm. plan on making the game. And they had said that right now they're pretty much, everything's going into Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. They will say that it's in talks. So there's a good chance, you know, in the next, like, two or three years we might get the third installment of the Injustice games, which is cool because it's been yeah. a while. So it'll be cool that to see be huge. who they pick to yeah, put in it. That'll be awesome. Who the uh, DLC will end up being eventually. Uh, so I guess we can jump into the issues. All right, so we're going to start on issue one of Creature Commandos, Attack on All Fronts. So we open up, and it shows that we're... In a location called Terra Arcana, it looks to be a desert world. It doesn't really tell us what solar system or how close to Earth it is or anything along those lines. All we see is that it looks like there was either just a battle or the place just generally destroyed. And then that's when we meet the villains. They're talking about a Lord Saturna, who is their boss. There's a green fish-looking lady, a lady in purple with bees around her whose name is queen bee and then there's another guy next to her with a gun called magus it's pretty much just them talking and then it looks like they get into another battle or another battle finishes and the troops come to meet them where they're at and that's where we see king saturna for the first time he's talking to magus and they're just talking they had just taken over two more worlds and added them to the Confederation of Dimensions. And then they kill the green fish-looking lady named Hyathis. They don't really explain why, but the Queen Bee lady seems to be upset that she had to do that for a few moments, and then she's 
fine. <laughs> they continue moving through the area, and then it transition to Earth, and we're in a, like, workshop slash computer room. Um, they're talking about a trans-D beacon that they've picked up, which is where one of their teammates named Medusa is. And so the, it looks to be the general named, what was his name, Hunter? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Hunter. Is talking to the doctor, and he's also talking to Atten, which to me looks like the mummy. Mm, yeah. And they're just kind of discussing the transmission. And the doctor is working on a body. We don't know who it is at this point. Um, he's doing work on this body, bringing it back to life. He is able to bring it back to life. He reanimates the corpse. And we find out that it was a soldier from 1945 that had died during the war. They had used a bunch of like robotic parts for the parts of the body he was missing, including half of his brain, which is now a supercomputer. He wakes up and is absolutely terrified. He doesn't understand what's happening, why he's there, what happened to his body, and he starts losing it. And then the rest of the Creature Commando team walks in. We've got the uh, vampire, we've got Frankenstein, we've got the wolfman, we've got what looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I'll come in and the soldier that was reanimated says they're monsters, I need a gun, I gotta find a gun. And he looks and he realizes his hand is now a gun. He tells them to get away from him and he starts shooting at them, attacking them. The vampire named Velkoros goes to attack him. He's stopped and Frankenstein also goes to attack him, but then he's stopped by Hunter somewhat explains some things to him not really and that's when the doctor comes back in and explains even more to him the soldier freaks out again he faints and that's the end of the issue we're going to move over to issue two which is called keep m rolling we open up and it says it's the next day and we see what looks to be like i'm assuming the trans d portal there's a bunch of soldiers standing around it, and the soldiers and the villains from the first issue are talking to real estate brokers who are giving our villains, are talking to these real estate brokers, and we find out that the real estate brokers are giving them ammunition and weapons in exchange for essentially licenses to build on these universes as homes or vacation getaways so they can make a bunch of money they continue discussing their deal and the real estate agent takes a picture with two of the villains which just looks absolutely ridiculous <laughs> that's where we find out that medusa is hiding and she's watching the whole thing she comes running out she gets attacked by a giant horned demon animal he attacks she kills him throws the head at the other enemies the other villains uh they say that bee queen has found a spy and so they start attacking her medusa is able to dip and weave the attacks and make her way towards the portal as she's getting there she fires back and she grabs a laptop from the real estate agent and she quickly jumps through the portal so we leave from that there must have been a time jump because we're now showing king saturna driving a car at like a parade of sorts like a, a welcoming home uh, the real estate agents are there as well and they're kind of all cheering for King Saturna, Hail Saturna, Confederate of Dimensions, Lord of Misrule. We now skip and go back to Earth, where, where the creature commandos are. Our soldier, robotic soldier, is now awake, and he's 
talking to Hunter. Hunter's telling him that he was dead. He died during the war. They were sent in to clean up the bodies. The doctor kept his body to try to bring him back, and it had been a few years. He had kept his whole unit, but our soldier that's been reanimated was the only one that was able to survive. He gets into a fight with Hunter. The doctor speaks over a loudspeaker to them. They continue fighting. Hunter and him are talking at the same time. We find out that Hunter had been calling him Grunt, and he did not know what Grunt meant because it wasn't programmed into his brain, and he asked Hunter to call him Gunner. And then that is when Medusa comes back through the portal. They take the computer from her, and there is a business card in it for Maxim Properties. So they find out that these guys are real estate brokers, and so they're not sure why they were there. And as they're discussing that, the portal essentially opens up again, and all of King Saturna's, like, foot soldiers, entry soldiers, whatever you'd want to call them, start storming through the Trans-D portal into the Creature Commando's base. And that is where the issue ends. And then Cody's going to dive into issues three and four. Yeah, so they're ready to serve now in issue three. So it's kind of like they got the whole gang together, right? And the portal opened up. Like you said, all those creatures are coming to Earth now. And I'm telling you, if you look at these creatures, man, this is a problem. These guys are like, I mean, I'm saying like in this issue, these creatures are straight demons and like they're vicious. I don't know, they're very vicious and violent. Yeah, like maybe like a good comparison would be that um the Earth X um crossover. Oh, with the Arrowverse. Demon bats coming through and that's, shit. Yeah, that too. That yeah. one arrow has to sacrifice. Oh, on Crisis, yeah. Crisis, yeah. That was such a good crossover. Yeah, it was. That had better hot take. Crisis on Infinite Earths Arrowverse had better or CGI. Not even CGI. Yes, but it did. but it had better um, cameos. Yeah. Than the Flash movie did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did a it did a hell of a good job. So yeah, I mean this it's a vicious these guys are some vicious creatures. It's almost like Constantine unleashed hell on them like Yeah. These are Africans. Yes. These are a good match for the creature commando. So the Frankenstein guy, he's massive and his name's Patch. Patch. He's a good name, Patch. Uh so they're all together, they're ready to fight. They have to defend this facility. They're coming in hot. They're just tearing things up. Wolfman's going crazy. Patch's going crazy. Vampire Man's going crazy. Hunter's Vampire going crazy. Vampire Man is a liability. Yeah, he's Reading just, these four issues, he is just sucking they're tearing off heads. everybody. <laughs> they're tearing off heads. I mean, swords are flying. Guns are blasting. Gunner. He's like... He's like, nah, fam. <laughs> he's like, I'm not part of this. So he's bouncing, and they're just keep tearing shit up. I mean, Vampire Man, I forget his name, Velcro. Oh, Velcorio. Or yeah, Velcoro. Yeah, you're right. All right, so Velcoro, he, he's vicious. He's taking limbs, he's biting throats. I mean, he's Dracula, like, times ten. He's yeah. he's an absolute animal. Yeah, it's, always, it's just a huge battle going on in the facility for oh, quite some time here. And they think, what a little pussy, right? Little gunners ran ran yeah, away. Just ran away. You know he doesn't belong with us anyway. And well, he had a change of mind, and he's like, "You have to deal with us because we're family." And Gunner, you know, starts 
just mowing down everybody and, and basically he starts clearing the field. The doc got cut with a sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bleeding all over the place. Like, he really shouldn't have been able to survive, so he's a beast for surviving. Yeah, didn't he keep saying, get my arm, find my arm? <laughs> like, they just straight ripped his arm off. He's losing a bucket full of blood or whatever, so... Mr. Gunner saves the day, and it was. I think what was really cool was like he decided to come back and be part of the family. But he's like, I like the one line. He's like, I didn't get to choose my family, and and um, Hunter's like, Yeah, you didn't get to choose your first one either. Yeah, I love. I was like, All right, I that, thought that that's was cool. great. You're right. You don't get to choose your family, right? So they're just cleaning up the mess. They gotta get the doctor back so that he doesn't die because he's basically great granddaddy of all yeah, of them. Yeah, he's, he's father. Papa. He's Papa. So they're healing him up, and man, Doc's crazy. He's getting healed up, and he's wide awake under surgery. He's doing it to himself, I think. He it was doing looks it. Like it. Actually, he started doing stuff for himself, yeah. He's asking for the scalpel and yeah. going crazy. And Wild. He's nuts. Hunter shows his scars. He's like, I am not. I can't even take a shower with the scars I have. And, you know, they've been through some crazy shit. Issue 3 kind of ends with that whole scene with Doc, the Doc getting healed, like healing himself, doing surgery on himself, and... Gunner being part of the family, and now we have issue four. Issue four is actually called, He's Doing His Part, Are You Doing Yours? Yes, we are. We're talking about it right now. We're doing yeah. <laughs> this is where some ta- dialogue happens. Medusa's goofing around, and they have to basically go undercover to form a counterattack. They wind up killing a couple people to get their outfits. They had went through the portal. They, yeah, they went through the portal after defending themselves, and they get the outfits, and they look ridiculous at them, but somehow they pulled away, because everyone's just mutant creatures here, so it's not odd for a wolfman. Like, no. They're not out of place in this, and that's what's kind of cool, because you would think this huge Frankenstein dude is going to be out of place, or... A wolf man yeah. in, in, like, a red vampire is out of place. Nope. You know what he reminds me of? And this is a somewhat off-topic, but the vampire reminds me of that one card from Magic the Gathering um, from Kaldheim. Mm. They're trying to infiltrate... So they come back through the portal. They're trying to infiltrate King Satora. They do a counterattack. They, they kill a couple people to get their outfits and try to blend in with the enemy. And they wind up asking a couple... You know, questions that could have blew their cover and, like... Dude, this guy... The Frankenstein dude is extremely massive and tall. Like, incredible He's Hulk. gigantic. Like, gigantic, dude. Like, that's... Like, look at the guy's hand. That's the oh size my God, of, yeah, like... Oh, I didn't a, even notice that. Look at the... Whatever the animal is behind him. The animal behind him is smaller. And that's yeah, something the, they ride on. <laughs> this I guy... found the, the card. <laughs> Tell me oh, they don't look exactly to, to the Paul. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is him, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> Patch, the Frankenstein dude, is, I mean, insane. He's probably my how, favorite character. How is he not? So far. They're like, oh, yeah, that's just my older cousin. Yeah. He's taller. On the runt of the pack. Like, this dude is a giant massive. I want to know what he deadlifts. That's ridiculous. Just, uh, he's thick. He's, he's a tall, thick boy. He's very impressive. Yeah, so they're, they're just trying to infiltrate... And they have... It's it's kind of a slower issue where they're just infiltrating and hanging out with the enemies just undercover walking and walking around talking. Rebels come up that are just like random rebels of the planet. So they wound up having to fight with the enemy now. 
Yeah, that's where the issue is. Which is interesting because then that could form some bonds. Confederation oh. is huge. Yeah. And like they're only like six men deep. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't have they they're they're powerful. Their squads are real really, tiny. Like, are they really going to be able to keep up with? Uh, I know patches. This whole army. Six men. They're defending the universe. Creature commandos are doing it by themselves at this point. Yeah. I think issue three. Out of the first four we've read, I think mm-hmm. issue three was probably the best issue. Yeah. Although issue two was pretty good too. I'd say two and three were pretty good. One because it was like opening up the world was. I actually like the first issue a lot. I thought the first the, issue the was gorgeous story with Gunner. Gunner is yeah. Good. No, the, yeah, that whole part was very good. I think, I think issue one was good. I think the action of two and three were mm-hmm. captivating. But I think yeah, Creature Commandos one, I think. Is, is a great choice for um, James Gunn to go with an animated show because it's something people haven't seen, and it's super violent. Hopefully it will stay violent. And it's very unique and with these creatures that normally couldn't probably live on their own. And they're kind of like, it's just, that's that's the human, that's the race there. Yeah, it's like humans are the minority. It's yeah. it's a lot of just creatures. No, I agree. I think it's at least at least as far as I'm seeing. Maybe it's just the even on the maybe there's a lot the, of humans. like the superhero spectrum of like entertainment that we have. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be so nice to see something that's along these lines. It's gonna where be people it's not, tearing each other up like yeah. animals. They're animals. That's really it. They're creatures. they're not even they're not even necessarily good guys. No, they're not. They're just they'll take out anybody. They're better told to people take out. than the bad guys. They do take orders. Uh, from the dock and, and they're civil they're civilized they have a human human commander yeah and the, i and mean they they've are... shown some level of human mm-hmm. emotion as well other than the vampire they show loyalty. I, I can't remember his name again velcro we are i'm gonna call him velcro velcro yeah that's yeah. gonna be what he's called on watchtower weekly so we got velcro we got patch we got medusa we got hunter we got, we gunner, got gunner we got a10 which a10 is, is the mummy, the mummy guy I don't and Wolfman. I don't know. Yeah, his name. I think they said his name once, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it is, and they didn't really say it again. I think it was the scene where he is, uh, Hunter yelled at them because he was total of this uh, for there's, this run. Yeah. Oh, there's there other runs with Creature Commando because we're gonna have to finish up five, six, seven, and eight next next week. We'll do that. Okay. If there's not more Creature Commando, we have some other issues mm-hmm. we can we can run into and try to get you saying i was gonna say next week we'll do issues four or actually issues five to eight mm-hmm. finish up this run and then the week after if you're thinking it's a good idea we can do shazam mm-hmm. fury of the gods and then run jump into the next set of issues for whatever yep i would hope that patch is huge in the show that will, that will make it for me like yeah. is, is if he's not like three times the size of every other member. He's gotta be. He's gotta be incredible Hulk size. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my only requirement. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like make it, make it, it like I want like a rated don't R, make him but a like at least give it PG thirteen. Yeah, and don't make him like a tiny skinny Frankenstein. Can't be a skinny Frankenstein. Other than that, like do what you want. Mm-hmm. Just make him look like he does in these issues, and make it violent. There you go, James Gunn. That's all we need from you is don't make Patch skinny Frankenstein. Yeah. Okay, make a massive. It's animated. You can and do don't, it. Don't family friendly it. Those no. are, those are pretty simple I don't know how requests. Fr- how like, is Com- Creatures Commander going to be friendly? They're literally I mean, the whole basis like, of that I'm reading is violence. It is. They're animals it is. that are tearing each other up. It's but good. But I'm sure if they really wanted to, they could find some way to 
to doll it they down. Really and what are they going to teach you? Your colors? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be like Batman's uh, super, super vehicles. Super vehicles, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's something we won't be discussing on this podcast. Nope. Unless you guys Unless ask for canon. it. Unless it's canon. Unless it's canon, and you guys ask for it, then we'll have to do it. But yeah. <laughs> that is not on my uh, watch Super list. Wheels. Super wheels. <laughs> I think that'll do it for yep. this um, this episode. Thank you for listening. Our podcast is up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google, and Audible. So check it out wherever you listen, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Watchtower out.